Hi, this is Dave Durr. And I'm Steve Wilcox. And uh, we're going to uh, get into this book of Daniel, which we find in the Old Testament. And we find here that Daniel was a teen. He's probably 17 years old, 16, mm-hmm. 17 years high old. High schooler, probably. Kind of high schooler. And was taken into captivity uh, from Jerusalem and now removed to Babylon. And he finds himself in a, just a, a different culture with different customs and uh, just different beliefs uh, that he's not familiar with. And he's far away from home. Yep. So let's uh, pick up in uh, the book of Daniel, chapter 1, verses 6 to 16. So Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah were four of the young men chosen, all from the tribe of Judah. The chief of staff renamed them with these Babylonian names. Daniel was called Belteshazzar, Hananiah was called Shadrach, Mishael was called Meshach, Azariah was called Abednego. But Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine given to them by the king. He asked the chief of staff for permission not to eat these unacceptable foods. Now God had given the chief of staff both respect and affection for Daniel. But he responded, I'm afraid of my lord the king, who has ordered that you eat this food and wine. If you become pale and thin compared to other youths, your age, I'm afraid the king will have me beheaded. Daniel spoke with the attendant who had been appointed by the chief of staff to look after Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Please test us for 10 days on a diet of vegetables and water, Daniel said. At the end of the 10 days, see how we look compared to the other young men who are eating the king's food. Then make your decision in light of what you see. The attendant agreed to Daniel's suggestion and tested them for 10 days. At the end of 10 days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. So after that, the attendant fed them only vegetables instead of food and wine provided for the others. Okay, so let's take an initial kind of broad brush view of the things we like or that we observe out of that scripture. Um, you know, for me, uh, I really, you know, Daniel is a likable character. You know, he's, he's wise, he's tactful, he's, um, making the most of a bad situation. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's probably got a pretty good foundation from where he's coming from, even though he's in this situation. You want to talk to that a little bit? Yeah, I think, um, I think there's a quite a bit we can learn from that, and uh, we don't we don't again know everything uh, thus far. We don't know what, and Daniel doesn't know what's before him. But he uh, was handling this very confidently, it seems to me, and he's a likable guy. But uh, what really impressed me too is, and this is God's plan, uh, he gave him three friends. Yeah. And so there's the four of them He's really I think, supported and yeah and encouraged each other and uh, it was a uh, a little foursome that um, it was very helpful to all of them I'm sure yeah nice lesson that talks about why it's important to have community exactly. to meet together you know as the New Testament would encourage us exactly and yep. and and be strengthened by that right um. You know, one of the other broad things I really liked um, was out of verse 8, where Daniel said that he was determined, you mm-hmm. know, not to be defiled by the king's food. So he's still honoring God, 
and honoring and following some of the things that he had been taught as a youth in his homeland. Mm. And, you know, we find ourselves in the exact situation surrounded by a culture that's very hostile to our faith and really to just many times just us as people being healthy Mm -hmm. people. Right. And, um, you know, he has made the point and made the decision that he is not going to be overly influenced. He's still, you know, within the culture and has to deal with the situation. Right. But he's as much as it depends upon his own decisions, he's he's going to continue to honor God. Mm-hmm. I think that's respectable. Yeah, and I think that speaks to the uh, his upbringing. Yeah, I think that speaks to parents, maybe grandparents, yep. uncles, you know, friends that of parents who maybe invested in Daniel and and uh, helped him along the way, teachers, mm-hmm. and it, it just shows uh, the power of influence. And yep. I, I love that thought that Daniel was prepared. Yeah, he was prepared for what he was uh, going to be faced with. His character um, was stellar uh, for a young man. It's it's in, very impressive. But I'm sure that uh, those prayers and God uplifting him, Daniel, uh, in these situations was uh, very instrumental in his growth as well. Yeah, and I think the word you know for us to take away might be just he was proactively faithful. Mm. You know, he thought about yeah. situations and he made up his mind that he was right. not going to compromise. Yeah. And take that. I go back to when I was uh, growing up in, in high school. I wasn't thinking that way. No. Daniel was. No, exactly. He's an ex- amazing example of that. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, Daniel also, I think he, he had some boundaries in place prior to uh, getting thrown into situations like this. I think he knew uh, right away that this is something I've thought through and I'm not going to fall victim to this temptation. And I also love the fact that, you know, contrary to what our culture is like now, when he has made those determinations, he's still thoughtful and loving and tactful Mm. to, um, you know, the people around him. And so I think that plays to his credit and the fact that he, you know, he asks basically his jailer, you know, to consider this option. And, and A, there's a little bit of a miracle mixed in here, or at least God showing up and giving the four friends favor in the, in the eyes of the jailer. And I think that's a great lesson for us too, that God can work those little miracles out for us as well, if we're looking for them, <laughs> if we're determined, if yeah. we're faithful, proactive, all yeah. those things we've talked about. Yeah, God's favor, even with the, with that uh, supervisor, he um, he allowed it because I think he trusted yeah. uh, Daniel too. He's he trusted, but God God's favor rested on that whole conversation. Yeah, I like the fact too that Daniel and his friends are not necessarily you know, just completely absorbed by the fact that they're in a tough situation. They're, they're, you know, they're taking advantage of the situation in a faithful way and hopefully, uh, you know, working to push God's kingdom forward in what little ways they can in Mm -hmm. a tough situation. Mm -hmm. We find out too that uh, Daniel's a man of prayer and Mm -hmm. that, uh, that is and we mentioned that before, but I, I think you cannot underestimate the power of prayer. And sometimes we do. We try to do it on our own and uh, make make a go of it. But uh, God's saying you have not because you ask not. And Daniel was an asker and uh, ended up being a world changer. Yep. So uh, we're going to have to bring this in for a landing here, Dave. Sounds so, good. Um, yeah, well, take away. You know, 
for me, the fact, speak the, the truth tactfully, mm-hmm. you know, uh, be faithful, Look, be looking for opportunities where perhaps even in a really bad situation, mm-hmm. uh, God can use that. Um, you know, and, and also know that he's there, you mm-hmm. know, uh, many times, many people will have thought, well, this is a hopeless situation and I'm just going to abandon and go with the flow. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that. He still knew that God was there and God did show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I love the fact that, you know, despite being on what the world considered to be meager rations, uh, they were thriving, you know, and there are other right. examples of that in the scripture, like when right. you when uh, the Israelites were leaving Egypt, you know, it says their clothes didn't wear out. And, you know, God provided these daily miracles yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good that, point. Uh, you yep. know, were a blessing. He was with them, reminding him of that, uh, of everyone of that. Uh, I love the uh, influence uh, that uh, very possibly, it, it's not mentioned here, but it, it plays out in Daniel's life. And I believe we all have that capability of initiating conversation with conversations with our kids and our grandkids to influence them in a positive way, character building and that type of thing. Yep, very much so. Well, yeah. again, there are tons of things in this story. And again, what you mentioned about prayer in Daniel will certainly become more evident in some of the other stories coming up. But uh, let's wrap it up for now. Yep. And uh, again, let's, uh, let's close in prayer. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. So here we go. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for all of your incredible um, examples from history of people with faith, Father, and you placing people uh, in their scenarios at the right place at the right time for uh, the purpose of building and moving your kingdom forward, even when it seems like it's a bad situation. I pray that we can learn from Daniel to have a greater faith and strength and confidence in you. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit who lives with us today, the example of Jesus and your scriptures that encourage us in those ways. So in your son's name we pray, amen. Thanks, Steve. And hey, hey, thanks for uh, hanging out with us today. And we hope you have a great day. Yeah, have a great day, everybody.